We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. All right, brother, welcome back to another episode of Hard Reads, where I, TK Breezy, and this guy, Austin, talk about some of the stuff that's going on in the Smash. Today, we'll be talking about Glitch 8, the recap of that, the PGR, and what we've seen so far, and then, of course, uh, Genesis 7, uh, which is coming up next week. Uh, it should be, like, you know, super major. It's going to be godlike. And then, last but not least, uh, the Byleth Talk. Just kind of throw that in there real quick. Probably just uh, cover it right at the beginning. The Byleth Talk. So Byleth came out, and everyone's probably like, damn, bro, Sakurai, you lied to us. And I'm just kind of on the... Uh, I'm on the, like, uh, the side of, basically, Sakurai can do whatever the fuck he wants at this point in time. Uh, this game has, like, 9,000 characters. There's another one I'm really, like, looking forward to outside of Travis Touchdown, but even if he doesn't show up, I'm not going to say the game is trash now. It does suck that, like, there was that point where he was like, oh, you know, it's all new IPs. And technically, Three Houses is, like, a new game, but it's not a new IP. So I get why people are upset. Fire Emblem already kind of takes over this game. I mean, the character was cool. They got they got the cross in the middle, you know. They did that cross to three houses. That's a new IP, you know. That that's how you know. Uh, I think people are just upset because there's all this uh, underrepresented Nintendo series and IPs that are just going to the wayside. Like we haven't had a new Kirby character since Brawl, which is really bizarre. And then you have another. Who would you use though? Dude, Bandana D. What do you mean? Give yourself a little spear, like. No, but like I, I saw the character release dog, and I, I, I felt nothing. I wasn't, I wasn't upset. I wasn't hype. I was just like, oh, okay, you know. That was that was kind of where I was at. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't feel anything. I wasn't like jumping at my seat, but I was like, you know what, sick, another character. I'm gonna play. Like that's that's basically where I'm at right now. Like I'm probably gonna try it again and see how that works out. And if it works out, then sick. And if it doesn't, well, fuck, you know. Like maybe it's not for me. None of the care. None of the DLC so far has been interesting to me. 
to continue to play. Like Terry was cool when I played for like a week. Banjo was never really that fun to me. Uh, Joker is not my style until I guess now. I kind of I play Sheik now, so maybe it's my style. But um, yeah, just I don't know. Piranha Plant's Piranha Plant. I just hasn't really been hitting, um, and I feel like I'm missing one. Yeah, I mean, DLC only adds like five. We only had six characters now once Byleth comes out. And it's like, you have all these other characters to choose from, so maybe those are the ones that are hitting oh, home for you. Hero, yeah, yeah. yeah. I actually I actually messed around with Joker and Hero a bit when they came out, but everyone else I wasn't, like, too into. Like I said, Terry and Banjo, I was just like, ah, not for me. We'll see what Violet's all about, because, you know, I already play a Fire Emblem character, so maybe the transition will be pretty easy. They do have long-range attacks... And they can't. That they might become a zoner with that bow and arrow, dog. You see, you see that bow and arrow when it, when it charges all the way. Like, there's no way you're gonna be a zoner with that. You what do you mean? Wait, you can't. You can't. You can cancel. You can't cancel it when it goes to full charge. So, Character's dead. Yeah, yeah. So there's, you know, that's like if you go to full charge, you have to shoot the arrow. And I feel like that's just leaving. If you do that at the wrong time, someone's gonna land behind you and up smash. So yeah, you know, like okay, never mind. Bye. Wait, uh, <laughs> I thought you could I don't cancel see the it. potential in it. I, I don't. It's not like a pit arrow where it's like super annoying and you can aim it and shit. Uh, mm. And the character is decently slow, so there's some weaknesses. But why? Who cares about speed when you have a, like some of the largest reach in the game? I mean that those that F smash, the F air, back air, all that shit looks amazing. So they oh, just shit, keep they just that. keep extending the range every single time. Of, like, yeah. the attacks for each of the DLC characters. With that axe midair, I saw that little clip on Sakurai's video where, like, he broke his shield and it came out pretty fast and got the person off guard. So it's going to be something players are going to have to be aware of that they just can't that hold axe shield. That axe is about as fast as a falcon punch. What are you saying no, right now? No, no, midair, midair. There, there was a clip uh, when he did it midair. I'd have to look at it. I'd have it, to look at it again. Yeah, I, I, I had to do a double take because it, like, it showed the axe and he swung it pretty fast. Like, it, it, I mean... You know, about about as fast as like a Chrom forward smash. You know, that's a lot of moves. Well, I don't know if it's that fast. That's maybe not that fast. Maybe maybe a little slower. Like are decently slow, but people still hold. Like whenever I get my shield broke by DK side B, like that move is slow as fuck, and I'm still getting my shield broke by some shook. So it really is just the shook factor. How 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 much hmm. shook factor can you put into a character? And I feel like, well, I don't know if Balath has it yet, but we'll we'll find out soon enough. You know, but what is that? Right after Genesis. Yeah, it actually comes out next week. Uh, the 26th? Wait, wait, wait. 28th. So that's next Tuesday. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely expect a, a crazy amount of Smash streams for that. Definitely expect a lot of uh, terrible top player opinions because they usually have really bad opinions <laughs> right at the beginning. Bro, day but, one uh, opinions are my favorite. Yeah, bro. You know what I'm saying? I remember Ryu was trash in uh, four, day one. Bro, it's because they, they they didn't know about the elbow. They didn't know there was a difference between hitting the button lightly and heavy, heavily, you know, holding well, down that the button. The real issue was back in the day is if your character didn't have down throw to something, you were like, oh, this character is some trash. Remember Luigi? Like, yeah, well, that character was busted, so. <laughs> that character like, was busted. I don't like care anyone. Pre-patch Luigi like that. That <laughs> was a busted uh, character. Yep. <laughs> anyway, let's get into it, man. So uh, we have... Uh, our first topic is Glitch 8. Glitch 8 happened this weekend. Uh, mm -hmm. Winner going to Tweak. Great tournament for Tweak. Also, even greater tournament for Dark Wizzy, who has been complaining about his PGR results for a while. And so now he started off this next season in a really good area. Like, you know, you're like, oh, man, I shouldn't be this low. Well, you have to prove that you're not going to be that low. And then he goes to Glitch 8, and he immediately does that. So good stuff to Dark Wizzy, but even better stuff to Tweak. Mentality was looking a little shaky for a second, you know? Yeah. But uh, 
He was able to bring. He lost the first set to Dirk Wizzy, but then he uh, went back at three one to with the characters. So Tweak was, has a very interesting case right now. So he went Wario, he went Roy, and he went Wolf. Uh, the Roy didn't work out at all, but the first set that he played against Dirk Wizzy in like winners, um, his Wario didn't work out, so he went all Wolf. And then the second, and then in the grand final set, he went all Wolf. The first set didn't work out, and then he went Wario the next set, and then it did work out. So it's interesting to see how like how you can pilot these characters to the high level, but also, you know, figure out when it's time to switch or when it's time to not switch and things like that. Uh, it, was, it was interesting yeah. that you, like, swapped back to Wario for that final set. Like, it was like, you know what? I, f- I, I feel like I can get him now with this character. Maybe the wolf was just, like, the refresher. But I, yeah. I was shocked to see Wizzy get second. Like, that was crazy of him. Had an A tier, and he got top eight at Let's Make, Mo- Let's Make Big Moves. So I feel like season three, he, could, he has potential to get top ten if he keeps this up. Yeah, I think he's gonna pop, bro. Uh, that was the thing, though. Is like I was as I was talking about, like Dirk Wizzy. I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying he won't get a top eight, but I'm not. You know what he gets in top eight is usually like it's pretty lower, like the seventh or fifth place area. So great placing for him. Gets the gets the second place finish. Uh, is looking good. Uh, as well as that, you know, the other weird story that came out of uh, Glitch was the fact that Meister was not in top eight. You know, bro. everyone was expecting him to actually win it, and he didn't even show up. He got what did he get? Like twenty fifth. I'm, I'm gonna look it up Yeah, he kind of got, kind of got slizzy slapped. You know what I'm saying? I, cause it was funny because we were talking about this last week where we were literally like, oh, this could be Meister's like win. This could be the first. Like Meister was seated first. We were thinking, oh, this might be the chance for him to like pop off. And then he lost to Light, who he's never really lost to before. Light popped off obviously because he played out of his mind. But uh, yeah. And then also in top eight, we had some weird people in there that we were not expecting. Like, it was cool to see Mr. E make a return since, like, Smash yeah. 4. It was his yeah, first Dill top eight. There. Dill, like, no one saw that coming. <laughs> not even New York. I was like, what? Dill, how the hell did you get in there? And yeah. uh, that, that was really cool to see, you know, the New York boys. Unfortunately, everyone in New York ended up losing in top eight. Just that's all I did. Yeah, like man, even, up, right, right <laughs> there, place, bro, even to Buzz, who got fifth, all he did, he lost in winter semis and then lost in losers quarters. Yeah, so does Shoulder. Shoulder, same thing with the fifth place, losing mm-hmm. uh, Tweak and uh, Esam. Kind of hard, you know, hard um, sell right there. Esam ended up getting third, losing to Dark Wizzy. Mm-hmm. But I have to give it up to, uh, you know, I have to give it up to Cosmos. I actually put up a really good fight against Esam, and then Cosmos is just in general a success story of bringing out the Corin. To beat the buzz like the first two games he went inkling did not go well and then the next three games he went corner we all thought he gave up and after that first game i was like wait a minute hold on now like and this character's supposed to be like bottom five nah not today dude, dude it was po- it was poetic almost to yeah. just to see cosmos get that height with corn and i like i thought he was gonna beat esam like watching that that match too so he could have gotten even higher so it was just really cool to see like surprise people in top eight like the only two people I expected, well, three people were DeBuzz, Tweak, and Esam. You know, everyone else was just like, whoa, I had no idea. So, yeah, Glitch 8 was dope. Like, yeah, it's a great it's, tournament. Yeah, it's always fun to go down to Maryland. It, the, the vibe is just so casual. It's really great. Yeah. So, I mean, I, you know, even with the vibe of Glitch looking like that, the next vibe that we're getting into is that uh, NorCal vibe. Was it go to Genesis 8? Should be a great time there. I mean, Genesis has been an amazing tournament since I've been going. I started going in Genesis 3, and now we're here at number 8. So, uh, okay, 7. Uh, oh, 7, 7. I keep saying 8, but Genesis 7. So, yeah, been going to 3. Now we're going to 7. Um, let's see who we have entered for Ultimate Singles. But if you want to know all the games that are going on there, there's going to be some Splatoon 2 action, Ultimate Singles, uh, Melee Singles, Ultimate Doubles, Melee Doubles, Rivals, 64, um, Super Turbo, 
DDR Extreme, Windjammers, Magical Drop, uh, all kind of good stuff here. And Mario Kart 8. So there's going to be a decent amount of tournaments here. Three, uh, 3,500 attendees right now. That's not all Ultimate. That's just in general. So let's go see how many people entered Ultimate. We have almost 1,700 in Ultimate. 1,694 is what we're stopping at. And the top eight seeds right now are MKLeo, Nairo, Mars, Sansora, Tweak, Meister, Glutiny, and DeBuzz. So like you can already tell just from that, the top eight is about to be wild. You know, so let's go ahead and see the rest of the standings real quick, though, and see who else we have. I was top eight. Going out a little further, going all the way to top 20, we have Light, Esam, Dark Wizzy, Cosmos, Salem, Goblin, Pandarian, MVD, Ned, Venya, Prodigy, and Senji. These are the top 20. I'm sure there's going to be some more moving around, so I'll just go down to 25 because we have uh, Myron, Mutace, Jin, uh, Elegant, and Schroeder. So we have a... Pretty stacked uh, competition, man. I'm not sure what the top eight is going to look like, but if you're betting on a winner, obviously you're probably going to bet on MKLeo. It really just depends on what happens here. Nairo's been able to take out MKLeo a couple times. Mars has been able to uh, do it. Samsora's done it. So uh, Tweak is always getting very close. So, I mean, it really... Top four is going to look interesting. Top eight is going to look interesting, but top four is going to look super interesting. Well, Genesis is like... It, it, I don't want to say it's like the Evo of Smash, but it, it it's like it starts off the season. It starts off the year. And it's like the big tournament everyone is like watching. Everyone's going to prove like this is the same weekend Evo Japan's happening and still everyone decided to go to Genesis because that tournament has so much legacy behind it. Like people are just like, there's no way they're going to miss this if they want to like prove themselves as a player. And uh, it's cool. It's like a safe bet to put on MKLeo to win the tournament, right? Uh, he's gotten first like constantly in the past, you know, only slipping up to players you mentioned, but he hasn't been in attendance for over a month. The last tournament he went to was Congo Saga. Chilling. Yeah, definitely yeah. been big chilling right now. He gave himself a break. I feel like that's what players want to do when it's like December. You know, it's the holidays. It's when there should be a break in the season. So MK is like, you know what? Screw it. Because he, he hasn't been to a season three tournament yet. So this will be his first one. So we'll we'll see what happens because, yeah. you know, Nairo's got that win. The first Nairo's still the only one that has an S tier win for the season. Yeah. So, yeah. so we got an S tier win and an A tier win so far. And now we're going to our next S tier. And, uh, yeah, it should be interesting how this one plays out, man. I mean, if MKLeo, that's the that's the luxury he's allotted, though, being the best in the world, that you can actually take the break and probably still get number one, even if you missed an S tier or two. So, like, I, I don't know, man. I, I'd have to really, like, I'd have to really, like, you know, I'm really interested in the, in the next season of the PGR, so, especially with the way this one's starting. Man said, uh, what was that? Ethan Walker said, any thoughts on Evo Japan? Only I'm I'm kind of sad it's on the same weekend because I definitely wanted to go. You know, mm -hmm. uh, I went last year and did uh, Tekken as well. Let me go ahead and see who's in it. Uh, the only thing I had to think about right now on Evo Japan is the fact that there is no real prize pool for. Bro, you get a controller. Yeah, you get a controller, man. Like that's. that's it's gold plated. There's three. There's three thousand entrants here, but I'm pretty sure these are because it's free. So there's probably gonna be a crazy amount of DQs early on. So we're gonna have to get the real number later on. But what the? F See, Mr. Wait, Mr. E's going? Yeah, Mr. E's in Japan right now. Damn. Okay, so here we go. This is top ten or top twenty. We got Zachary, Shutong, Kamame, T, Ken, Kuro, uh, Raito, Kome, T, the uh, the Link, Proto Banham, Abadango, uh, Leia, Choco, Umeki, Mr. E, Miyatono, Hikaru, Kept, Gact, or Gakato. How far you say that? Shiki and Some. Uh, that was 21. So that's just 
A lot of a lot of Japanese representation, man. If you're really trying to see what the Japanese scene is like, I feel like this is a tournament to watch. But maybe like the later half of it, you know what I mean? Like, because if you watch the early half, I don't think you're really gonna see anything super crazy. Mm-hmm. But the later half, definitely interesting. Interesting to see how that goes. Also, any other Americans going? Who else is going? I feel like it's Mr. E. I think it's just a Japanese tournament with guest star Mr. E. I I legitimately think that because like like I said, everyone. I'm I'm flying down. I'm in the 50s and I don't see another American name. So oh, anti anti's there. Anti's there. Hmm. He's not seated. Uh, he's 29th. Oh, did I miss him? Okay, I was already saved. I missed him too. I'm like I'm like scrolling through. Oh, JJ Um, Rockets going. Oh, sick. I haven't Uh, I haven't seen him at a tournament in a while. Yeah, so JJ Rockets will be there as well. Interesting. That was all the way down to 90 something. So that's, you know, we're, we're kind of grasping for straws. <laughs> all right. Well, so, yeah. Uh, Bro, Genesis yeah, is cheaper to go to. Great, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, it's in the it's in the States. But at the same yeah. time, man, there's going to be some great uh, Japanese representation there. So I'll probably end up watching it just, you know, while I'm chilling. But, mm. uh, at three in the morning. Part, yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, Japan and the U.S. having uh, huge tournaments the same weekend. I love seeing U.S. versus Japan sets. Yeah. Mr. E gets out. I don't think Mr. E is going 0-2, but yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't see him winning the tournament either. So, you know, you know, you know de- representation there. It depends on how he plays. Like he's a very mentality-based player. Like if he plays out of his mind, he can get top eight easy. If he's kind of not feeling it, he'll get like I don't know, thirty third. You know. Yeah, well, he's better. Just anything better than 0-2, man. Going 0-2 in yeah. this bracket has got to feel terrible. Yo, what did you play? It's, oh, three thousand. Like what? Three- <laughs> didn't even know that was a spot no 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 no. it's like 1500 or something like that you know pretty trash bro if, if, i mean it's you're in four digits it's not gonna feel pretty yeah i, mean, I, I think it's with, with 2988 players i feel like that yeah it's probably like 1500 or something who knows mm. regardless like half the tournament has to be put out the first round so yeah it's gonna be like 1500 or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god he did beat it's- light and glitch but i mean that's you know then he went and got seven. So I just, as I said, I don't think he's winning the tournament. I do think he he will, he will do uh, well. So I definitely mm-hmm. want to say he's not. And I didn't say he was going to do it. You were the one. You don't want to say he was going out O two. How you going? I never told me he went O two. What? With me, bro. Like that's I, anyway. I never said that. What? <laughs> I said third. Oh. The oh, the chat. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's chatting, wild. Like, bringing the points on the other side, like, but yo, well, look. Okay. Bro, but think about it. <laughs> All right. All right, bro. How you going to play both sides of the fence? Anyway. So Genesis is going to be great. If you're going to watch Genesis, we'll be there. Uh, I'll be doing a lot of commentary there. Uh, I'll be doing top eight most likely, or not most likely, most definitely, and MC for Melee. And uh, I think it's actually top four. I think we're splitting it, so it should be a good time. Oh, those um, are the best. Yeah, yeah. So it should be a great time, especially uh, going into, you know, Genesis being the one tournament that most matches will always try to get to. So it's going to be a great time. Um, and then I guess our last topic was the PGR, but... I don't know, man. Like, I feel like I kind of want to wait for the PGR. Just wait. You want to wait for like the, the whole thing part. to come out? I mean, yeah, but like, I guess we can talk. Let me just talk about the last. Let me it's see just, what it's just Japanese. It's just Japanese players plus Esam and Wadi. What? Oh, 11 through 20? Yeah. All right. Let me see. Is there a way I can see that? Like, as a listing already? Uh, I, I, I pull it up on a Smash Wiki. What I have is uh, number 20 is Wadi. Proto Banham at 19th, Kuro at 18th, Raito at 17th, Ken at 16th, T the Link at 15th, Esam at 14th, Shuton at 13th, T the Pac Man at 12th, and Kamehameha at 11th. So there, these Japanese tournaments must be like all A tiers. Yeah, I mean, at the, the very least. 
we all know the competition in Japan is stacked, but it, I, I know there's been a lot of complaints on Twitter about how there's too many Japanese players on it, because I think people are so used to having NA only, but it is a world ranking, so it's going to be hard to like get that on a fair level because there's just Japanese people playing against each other. It, though. Just, they just seem very high. Like, what is, I, I'm not really, I haven't been following the Japan scene as much, but I know mm-hmm. that Ken, you know, he's pops off over there, but then he came over here and got thrashed. So, like, I just, yeah. I, I mean, like, you know, because I can he, only go off what I remember off the top of my head without looking it up. I, I know that he has good results, though. Like, it's Ken, you know, he's he's out there making plays. In fact, let me just go ahead and open it up and see what his last few results were. Fourth yeah. at uh, Special One on One, 65th at Congo Saga, and then 13th at EGS Cup number three. So. Yeah, season two, like, I mean, he got first at a, at a B tier, uh, second at an A tier. And then just a bunch of top eights after that. So, yeah. I mean, he's attended a lot. That's another thing. Like, Ken, Ken only went to two tournaments, in, or two BGR events in the first season. So, he he went hardcore in this next season. But, yeah, it, it, I th- the Japanese tournaments seem to be a little inflated. So, yeah. Well, I mean, it is what it is. Like, I, I do think that they do need to be included, and so does like the EU tournaments and stuff like that. But that, mm. that, at that point in time, it becomes now it's just really about like, you know, whose region is stronger. And the EU regions don't get like A and S tiers all the time. Jap- Japan, these people will, you know, they'll travel all day. They'll go from one Japan island to another just for a weekly. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, that's what they do over there. In the EU, that is not really much of a thing. They have like their big things, you know, their, their beasts and their airs and things like that. And that's when they decide to go, you know, and travel like that but as far as like their weeklies or their like locals i don't think they get that much traction and that sucks because uh that is hindering what they can get on the pgr gluttony amazing player you know probably a little lower than what we he'd be able he would be able to get if he was in america you know what i'm saying yeah so. but he is top 10 like he's guaranteed to be in there because he hasn't been on the pgr yeah. yet and that'd be wild if he wasn't top 10 at that point that wasn't on it at all like, yeah you know? it's like what <laughs> Who do you think that would like to see more, um, I don't know, cross-country play. I just don't know how to get it. It's ex- it's expensive, like, and there's you need sponsors in order to do that reliably or just have a lot of money. So yeah, yeah, that's it, the yeah. We don't have money like that. That's the issue. Like you could literally travel to Genesis, win it, and you'll pop up, if you travel from like the EU or Japan, counting hotel costs, traveling costs, food costs. You'll probably break even or go a little. You'll make a little bit of money, but like only if you, only if you get first. Only if you get first. Yeah. You know. Yeah, so. I think that's like you know if we could have more, uh, you know, heavily funded, uh, invitationals, that'd be cool. You know, but mm-hmm. yeah, as of right now we're just kind of all just always dependent on uh, beyond the summit, and uh, you know, every now and then I think Red Bull steps up, but like for the most part, yeah, we're thinking about like you know beyond the summit, man. We got to get another summit going so that way we can see you know T versus Nairo again or you know uh Kome versus uh Samsora or whatever you know anything whatever gets voted in just that that's the stuff that's kind of the hindrance that America's a super super region uh Japan's a super region EU's not really a super region so they have to travel if they want any chance of making a PGR like that uh and for the most part like the ones that you know gluten he does he, he is in America quite a bit uh so probably not the best example but there are some great uh, EU players that don't get to travel a lot just like um, there's great EU commentators don't get to travel a lot. Viram, excellent. Ra- uh, Ramsey's excellent, but he doesn't get a chance to, you know, travel as much. Uh, so therefore, he doesn't get as much uh, exposure. 
Yeah, I mean, NA is where Smash is most popular in terms of watching, you know, too. Like, the most viewership happens for tournaments in NA. Like, Evo Japan will probably have viewership, but I think that's, like, the only... I think that's the only Japanese tournament that will have tons of viewership for a live stream. Because, and that's only because of just it's more popular in NA. More, most of the audience on Twitch is for Smash is going to be in NA. So that's just that it, it is what it is. Um, for I see, the t- I see Ethan saying the reason Nintendo not funding the tournaments is weird. I don't understand. It's very easy to understand. Nintendo doesn't really need the Smash community. Like they don't. Smash, <laughs> even if no one, no Smasher ever bought. Uh, you know, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, that still probably would be the best-selling fighting game. Like, yeah, it doesn't, it's not, it's not necessary for us to be here. And on top of that, I'm sure that they see, like, what the community looks like. And they're like, I don't want to know parts of this. I, I kind of want to promote this. The community is like, there's a very, there's a lot of immaturity in the community and like, and, and fuckery. Now, that's the best word I can think of. No, like, yeah. Yeah, and, and so like, if I'm a big company, that's not what I want to align myself with. Like, I thank you guys for being so passionate about the game. Sick, dope, nasty, right? But you're also, there's also a lot of fuckery in the community and I don't want like tweets to be coming back to me like, wow, why would you support this tournament when this, you know, sexual predator is here or this violent person is here or whatever, whatever, you know what I'm saying? So from a publicity standpoint, 100% get. From a money standpoint, also 100% get. Like, they don't need uh, to do anything for the Smash community. Um, and it's cool when they do, you know what I'm saying? But it, it's just, it's not necessary, you know? Yeah, like, they would get plenty of money just through selling the copies and DLC. Like, yeah. that, that, that'll more than make up for everything. Like, they, they don't need to take... Because right now, esports is, like, technically a risk for certain companies to, like, dive into to promote their game. And that's a risk they don't need to take. So, yeah. even though they probably would, would get I mean, an investment, I would, I would love a circuit for sure. But oh I just, yeah, I have I have one hundred percent. Just I'm not I'm not looking forward to it. I'm not holding out for Daddy Nintendo to pass some bucks. This where this place <laughs> or over here. We've done this entirely ourselves, and we continue to do it by ourselves. So obviously, Smash the community can be self sustaining. Now Nintendo wants mm-hmm. to come and bolster that sick, but as of right now, we're we're good. You know. Yeah, and we're not like. Like I said, we're not banking on it either. They do have that circuit happening in Europe, but like I don't know what that means for NA. That one circuit, the 3v3 type deal that we did for Nintendo, but that wasn't really like a circuit. That was just like three online fans. It was, that was a publicity thing for sure. Yeah, yeah, 100%. It didn't really get as much publicity as they probably thought they would, so I, I don't know if they're doing that again. It would be nice to see it again, though. They that jacket. Yeah, that was at PAX East last year. Uh, it was at every, no, yeah, the the finals was at PAX, but we went to like separate events just throughout. Right, the- yeah, when everyone all, everyone traveled, yeah, I think yeah. I was that was just a, a test run, and the viewership probably wasn't there, so that probably just going off of the because they're still doing the online tournaments and fly players out, like players are getting flown out to Genesis. I know John Numbers got flown out, Same. um, so like you know they're, they're still doing that. I think they might be doing something like that for Frostbite. I'm not sure on that. So they're still helping behind the scenes. They're just not like doing what a normal uh, game developer would do for their esports game, like Brawlhalla, for instance. You know, and yeah. again, it comes down to they don't need to. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. So I've been, I've been, you know, kind of diving in that for a bit. So yeah, me and Brawlhalla, mm-hmm. pretty tight. Shouts to Brawlhalla. Anyway, bro, Steven Universe is in it now. I might have to, might have to give it a shot. You know. <laughs> yeah. Um, for the rest of PGR, the top 10, 
Uh, do you have any guesses for like the order, or do you just want to like wait till they reveal it? I'm gonna wait because honestly, I, I, I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. I haven't really been keeping up with it because all the complaints were just getting annoying. So, mm. lot, I mean, like a lot of people just my issue with like the PGR isn't so much the PGR in its uh in its format. Like the format could be fixed for sure, but a lot of people just forget that they've had bad placings, and then they're like, "Wow, I can't believe that I." Am this low? I'm like, yeah. Well, you play 49th at this one tournament, which is going to be a huge fucking hit when everybody else at that same tournament got in the top eight that you're like probably complaining about. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's it's a case by every tournament is a case by case basis. Like, mm-hmm. I, if I place if I place first in one tournament and then second, and you place first at the tournament that I got second in, but you place 49th at the tournament that I got first in, then I'm probably looking better than you in the standings for sure. You beat me, that's great, but I still have a very uh, like linear, uh, mean skew than yours. You know what I'm saying? So, and, and that 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 part annoys me when like top players is like they just straight up forget like they have bad placings. But you know, as I said, the system is not perfect either. We know that it's not perfect. There's definitely things that can be done, and hopefully the PGR will keep addressing whatever issues they can. Uh, but sometimes you just got to look in the mirror and be like, look, dude, I just didn't do that well at like three or four different tournaments. So it's time to step it up and get a little more consistent this year. And I, I know when players are really sad when they don't get it, like if they barely made, like didn't, they just missed top 50 or whatever. They're like in area 51 yeah. and they, they get super like sad about that. But it's just like, you should be striving for higher. You should be striving to be like a top 10 player, you know, like right. don't look at that. Like, like I, you know, people aren't going to remember a player that was ranked. Someone that was ranked 40 through 50 on the first PGR and is not ranked this time around. Like you're not remembering them. Like right. that, that's just, that's just how competition is like if you're not number one you're not like in the top 10 unless you have like a brand around yourself like you should strive for strive for more strive to do better it's like dang it, i didn't get on the pgr this time time to win a tournament you know go win an s tier that prove them wrong you know yeah so guys looks like we are at the end of our uh you know little show thank you for listening to another episode of hard reads here on prediction uh we will have this up on youtube very soon and on top of that uh, we'll have more stuff to talk about next week, which will probably be, you know, recap of Genesis and anything else that happens between then and now. I'm TK Breezy. I'm Austin. And we will catch you guys next time. Have a good night. Yeah.